Wait on biscuit. Just waiting on biscuit. Paul Studios, what's up? How you doing? How you doing tonight? Just waiting on biscuit. How was your Tuesday, All Studios? Hello? Hello? Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm I'm excited. Yeah? I'm I'm prepping myself for you to tear this movie to shreds. Why? Uh, <clears throat> I realize it has some problems and it uh it wasn't um widely it, it was it was panned by critics when it came out and that's fine. And really? um and uh also I tore perfume to shreds. So I feel like this is kind of like your revenge. Um I don't take revenge. I don't exact mm, revenge. Mm -hmm. If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. So um, Hall Studios, uh it, it, let me let me drop you this this link real quick. Um we do every other Tuesday we do movie reviews. Um and this week we're talking about um Eddie and the Cruisers. This is my co host over here. Hotter Biscuit, she's a fantastic streamer. If you're not following her, you should be following her because she's fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's you can watch both of us on that one. Um, that way you get both sides of the uh, action, as I like to say, even though there's not very much action in a movie review. But yeah, we just kind of talk about it. Um, we give a brief synopsis. Um, we discuss what we like, what we didn't like. We give ratings uh, beforehand and after if anything changed. So that's about it. That is that is the general gist of what we do. <laughs> that's the gist. Horror historian can't type. He's typed Y P P P P P P P. Maybe it's Jericho. Was it? It could have been Jericho. <laughs> Maybe that's the real star of his <laughs> of his streams, anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that is the general gist of what we do. And we also love to take recommendations of movies. That's true. So if you guys have a movie that you want to recommend for us to watch and review, um, you know, we, we will do that. We'll add it to our list. We will. And, uh, but no guarantees that we'll like the movie. Get to it in a timely manner or, <laughs> yeah, or like it. I, I think that we, we try to be pretty fair to the movie. But we point out what, well, like you said, what doesn't work, what did work. So even if it's not that great of a movie, most movies still have some some redeeming factors, some things that they did really right. Um, yeah. So anyway, just be aware as you recommend movies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Accurate. But tonight is uh, tonight is Eddie and the Cruisers, and I was saying this is a recommendation from your dad, right? Correct. My dad. My dad yes. did uh, recommend this. Yes. So it's kind of like a late Father's Day review. Carnage gets it. Look at this. Carnage knows the music. Side note: Did you know that all the music in the movie was made by John Cafferty, John Cafferty, and the Beaver Brown Band? Yeah, I just saw that. So when I looked it up, um, it has music composed by. So that was really cool. Yeah. And and not to like jump ahead, but the music was really good. <laughs> So I really enjoyed the music. We'll we'll get into the music, but um it like so the movie wasn't popular or whatever, but the soundtrack was popular. So they outsold the the soundtrack outsold like the movie. So when the never when mind. outsold the movie? It, it it like yeah, like it it was really popular, like on the dark side, that like big number one hit that they had or whatever that was like yeah. on the charts like when this movie came like the year after it came out it was like number one on the charts or something Interesting. like that well i mean so, the beaver brown band is fair is is like i recognize it i don't oh, know yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure so, it's yeah. just it's really cool to see like it i don't know i thought it was really cool because i i still listen to the music 
to this day, I listen to all of the songs in this movie. So. Yeah, they're really they're really good. I I thoroughly enjoyed them, but I yeah, we'll we'll get into it. We'll yes. get into it. <laughs> so we want to do uh, initial review scores. Yes. Okay. Um. So do you want to go first or should I? Uh. It does. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. All right. Yeah. And thank you for the follow, Hall Studios. I appreciate that. Um, okay, so my review, what would I give this movie? I think, <laughs> She's tear I'm not going to tear it apart. I'm trying apart. to think about, um, I think I would give this movie a six. A, okay, okay, that's fair. Maybe a six and a half. Let's go with six and a half. Okay. Yeah, I think I would, because I thought it was, it was above average, but and it had really good music. Mm-hmm. I thought that the story was decent, but it was a little bit simple. And I and I think that because the movie is so much about the music, mm-hmm. that I mean, it kind of seals the show, right? Yeah. Um, and, and the plot, although okay was a little bit simple and so i think that's why i'm giving it a six and a half okay that's fair that's fair uh i'm gonna give it a seven um i think the movie the music is really good i think that the twist ending is actually really good as well and it sets it up for something like a sequel which there is a sequel there is a sequel (laughs) and I'm actually not a huge fan of the sequel. My dad loves the sequel more than the first one, but whatever. Um, but it does set it up for the sequel, and um, the music's really good. Like I said, I think the characters play their parts really well, and yeah. um, I think I think that it does a a good job of like showing like the trials and tribulations of just a, a garage band, you know, trying to make it big in the the '60s. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's. I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna start for the seven. Okay, okay, that's okay. fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you so much for the host, Black Black Nineties. I'm gonna assume that's how you say it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um. Okay. Well, do we want to jump into plot? Uh. Yeah. Let's let's jump into the 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 brief synopsis of the plot. Um. Do you want to start it off? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so it's kind of uh it's a movie that jumps back and forth in time. So you start out with um these I guess it's like a news team or a reporter team watching a video of Eddie and the Cruisers. So they're like performing at some venue and they start discussing how they can create a story. Um, how do they make Eddie and the Cruisers interesting? Or they're they're digging for some some dirt or some not really dirt, but they're digging for a story. Right. Um, so that's kind of where the current day um, the current day story takes place. It's about this reporter and the current members of the band um, and some investigations. Meanwhile, they're flipping back and forth between you know the the old days when eddie and the cruisers were still around and um it kind of shows like you said the the trials and tribulations that they went to went or went through um and kind of how how they ended up where they are um and the basic gist of the story is that um eddie and the cruisers were were you know an up-and-coming young band and uh before the release of their second album the lead singer uh, died in a car crash, or I guess he technically fell off a bridge. But um, so he died and kind of left all of these pieces to be picked up. Um, it's kind of like the overall synopsis. Right. Um, <laughs> he he's he's really passionate about his music, and he knows it's going to be great or whatever. So when the studio execs are like, you know, this is trash, this is garbage, uh, no one's going to want to listen to this, he kills himself he drives off a bridge um and then 
fast forward to now, you know, it's the eighties and everybody's like, well, we want to make Eddie and one of their old manager uh, is like, Hey, I want to make Eddie and the cruisers big again. We're going to release the tapes, like the long lost tapes of Eddie and the cruisers. Right. And so the entire time someone's like breaking into people, like the band members houses, trying to find these tapes. And then people are like, Oh, well, Eddie's back. Eddie's still alive and he's back and he's the one that wants the tapes so that he can release them or so that he can make sure that they never get released or something. Um, it's just, uh, and then like you said, you have the, uh, you have the, the news crew talking about how they want to turn into a big story because Eddie's body was never found whenever the, they found the car in the lake or whatever, the river, whatever. So it's, that's basically the the general plot synopsis. Do we do we want to give away the ending? Um, I don't know. Should we yet? I guess I guess we could. I guess we could. So, okay. okay. Do you do you, well? So basically, the the movie is is this whole back and forth. Is he alive? Is he not alive? Some people. I know. Spo- sorry, spoilers, guys. Spoilers. <laughs> some some people think he's alive. Some people think he's dead. But these questions start to pop up. You know, is he? Isn't he? And so, Tin Man, do you want to talk about what happens in the end? Yeah. So, <laughs> before the very end, right? You get um, his old girlfriend, Eddie's old girlfriend. She has the tapes, and this guy is like calling, pretending to be Eddie. He's like he knows all the things that they did as a as a as a couple back in the the 60s so she's fully on board eddie's still alive this is eddie i know it it's eddie so come to find out it's not eddie even though it's the same car and everything same mannerisms everything it's not eddie it is their old manager he wants the tapes like i said to make him big so then the documentary gets published uh by the news team about eddie and the cruisers or news story whatever you want to whatever you want to call it. And uh, it's people are watching it on like the street through the TV's um, store. Everyone's interested about Eddie and the cruisers. They right. want to know. Right. Is Eddie alive <laughs> or dead? And the screen cuts to black on the TV and you see Eddie's reflection in the glass. He's still alive and he's still good. He's still rocking it. He's got a big old burly beard and he walks away and he's happy because he knows that he made something special. So Could could you see his face in the glass? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I was watching it on my phone. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and it would not go it would not even like go widescreen. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, yeah whenever it, he's like the last person standing there and it, it like it's you can barely tell it's him. It, it's like, it's like the a eyes. Slow pan. Yeah, it's like a slow pan on him, and I figured that's what it was. Yeah. But I didn't know if they were trying to say, oh, he actually is alive, or oh, he might be alive. Maybe yeah. this is him. Maybe yeah. it's not. But no, it's it's one hundred percent Eddie. Yep. It is one hundred percent Eddie. So So what I what I think is so interesting is so basically that that means that he faked his own death, right? Right. Um, so that's kind of the main, the main plot point of the story is that the second album that he was working on was named after a poet who ended up faking his own death. Right. Uh, basically they called it not a, not a suicide of the body, but a suicide of the, the what, mind, the mind and, yeah. and spirit mind and or spirit, something. Yeah. So it's, it's basically like a complete disconnect from you know what what he had been working on and what he loved to do and so you know that in in the movie it's is it 20 years 30 years uh it's like 20 years yeah 20 years Mm -hmm. so to me that's that's such a long time it's i guess it's it's such a strange mindset to me to completely disconnect yourself from from people that you called friends that Mm. were like as close as family and it's just like nope i'm just gonna make all these people i love think that i'm dead and mm. for, for the pursuit of what for your art i i don't, I don't know it, it maybe they explain it in the second movie but 
Not really. Uh, it was just <laughs> it was kind of strange to me that um, that mentality. Is it though? Because you have people that still to this day believe Elvis is alive. Like, what would what would he get well, out of faking his own death, or Tupac, or? I mean, well, I guess not not the mentality of faking your own death because I I can see how that would separate you from things that you might not want to have to deal with. Mm -hmm. But to separate yourself so completely from like your loved ones and your friends, like that's got to be really hard. But what what benefit? Like I I don't know. It's just you're you're kind of leaving Same. them out to dry. Like they lost. Yeah, it's pain and suffering. Yeah, but like, you gain fame. Like, everybody knows that once you die, all the things... Like, if you're an artist or something like that, once well, you die, all of your stuff... You come back? <laughs> what? What's going to happen when you come back? Well, you got to watch the second one then, I guess. Or I can just spoil it for you now. You don't get any royalties from being dead. Like, someone else owns the rights to your stuff. Also, like, I'm you, pretty you, sure you it's get... tax evasion to fake your own death. Yeah, <laughs> Pretty sure he'd be yeah. in a world of world of hurt from the government. Just saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't know. It's just it. There was something poetic about it when, he, like, if he had actually just died. Mm. But I feel like him faking his death just. I don't know. Like that, like almost kind of ruined it for me. I just maybe it's just because I don't. I don't know. You you watch all of his friends and family suffer, and then it's like, nope, surprise, I'm actually alive. I'm just not talking to you guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It like you almost have to watch these two movies as like one complete movie, right? Because uh, it, okay, because in the second one, he goes literally the entire fucking the entire movie. I'm sorry for the language. The entire movie <laughs> without announcing that he's Eddie, that he's Eddie Wilson doesn't say it once until the so very what? very end what is he like talking to all of his friends no, but no he's like he he like left he like he just like he was done he was done with the spotlight he was done you know he was happy that like that now eddie and the cruisers were like big and now yeah. they would be famous and you know sal and and frank and all the people that were still alive and joanne and stuff like they would get royalties from them being played on the radio now and stuff but and like the, they release the tapes, they end up releasing the tapes, the season of fire, whatever it is. Um, yeah, they end so up releasing it, but he just like he's done. Like he's like I'm done. That's it. That's all I need to do. But he's like working in like New York or something like that as like a logging dude named Joe West. <laughs> it's really okay. like like he's like he has a fake name. No one knows him. You know he like picks up moves a lot. You know. Um, yeah. And then he like creates a band just to like play just like to hang out in a garage and play and they like book a j job without telling him and it's like this big gig and he's like okay well i'm not doing it and this girl's like what are you gonna do drive off another bridge and then he he goes inside and he's like well i'm eddie wilson and blah blah, blah and then the movie ends so really yeah so that's so strange. It, so I mean, there's part, a lot that so I'm that... leaving out, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, he's he's like he's done. It's not like he's he he did this. It's more like he faked his death in the first movie to because it's like they weren't ready for it. Like the world wasn't ready for it in the '60s. They weren't ready for the music. So. so you that is such a such an extreme measure to take like these people just aren't ready for my art i'm gonna fake my own death to gain notoriety and fame yeah I've never it's about it it's super it's super <laughs> extreme but when you're watching the movie like the first movie when you're watching it and you see how like eddie interacts with everybody and how he like flies off at the hand like the drop of a handle when the the uh, the um, the record company is like, no, that's that's garbage. He's like, yeah, it's totally Eddie to fake his own death to yeah, get his stuff like out there. <laughs> like it's that totally Eddie. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I think I, that that was just like I think one of the the strange 
it was just a little bit strange to me. But but I actually, even though the rest of the story mm-hmm. was, I said it was simple in the beginning. But I think it it's got like this weird, like it, I don't know. It's like lacking some depth. I mean, there's like emotion to the story, mm-hmm. but it, I feel like it lacks a little bit of depth. But it's not bad. And I, I enjoyed watching kind of the progression of the other band members dealing with with the death, well, with the death of Eddie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I thought that was really interesting. I enjoyed that part a lot. And I, I think that's what kind of like throws me for a loop is because you're focusing on the other characters like grief and how they deal with it mm-hmm. and then like you get this like weird twist that he's alive um but but yeah i thought all the other characters were great and i i did enjoy the the first the i guess the other part of the story <laughs> yeah I, I think that's fair um because you're right you when you do spend the entire hour and a half like let's say it's because it's like an hour and 35 minutes or whatever right yeah. so you spend like an hour and like 25 minutes talking about other characters and how they're like they're dealing with his death or maybe the the idea that he's still alive in the case of joanne she's like she's dead set like this is eddie you know yeah and then to find out like that it's not eddie it like almost breaks her again almost like she had come to come come to some sort of closure and then that wound was reopened and then it so then and then at the end you're right i mean you do find he's alive he's he's alive and he's well and he's just hanging out being a logging dude in new york or something you yeah know? so to, to me that was a lot more interesting of uh, you know more more interesting part of the story was yeah. seeing how they dealt with that yeah um, i i would agree although yeah. i do i do i do kind of uh enjoy the 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 mystery aspect of it well like is he alive or isn't yeah. he alive um i think that's a very interesting way to go about a what is essentially a, mu- a musical like it's a movie about a rock group you know yeah like yeah. but to take it and add a sort of mysterious twist to it like especially the the final sequence where they're like they get the tapes from that junkyard or whatever you want to call it and yeah. the lights go, go on in the in the junkyard and you can see that someone's following them and stuff like that right. that's a really cool kind <laughs> of like eerie ghost-like um aspect to add in I really enjoy that that part of it. Well, I think I think the mystery from the get go because they introduce it right at the beginning mm-hmm. and where they're like, "Hey, this guy is supposedly dead, but right. if you if you dig into his music, into his lyrics, and what he was basing his music off of, like there could be there could be a spin. There could be this." like mystery that needs to be solved and i thought that was really cool how they tie in kind of the the poetry and historical aspect of it and kind of like how he themed that second album and kind of making that connection um it, it i did i did enjoy that and then kind of having the main character the main character uh what was his name the main guy uh frank was it frank Frank Ridgeway. I guess they called him. His nickname was. Oh, Word the Man. Word Man. Yeah, it's Word Frank. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So he was the poet. He was the lyricist for the band, and um, so their relate him and and Eddie's relationship, um, I thought was really, was kind of sweet. <laughs> yeah. And um, I don't know. There yeah. there were a lot of aspects of the story I enjoyed. Um that that ending hang hang on one second i'll be right back okay you have no idea what this movie is about did you not listen to our review (laughs) our synopsis um basically a uh a band is formed and the singer the leader of the band is uh is is very passionate about his music very creative and um you know they're very popular and uh the the band goes to record their second album and the producers just aren't having it they don't like the music they say that it's bad 
and uh, and uh, what, what were we doing with that? Oh, so the the lead singer of the band gets really upset and he takes his death in order to gain popularity and notoriety, and uh, that's that's pretty much the movie in a nutshell. Inked guy, he leaves just as they start talking. You mean Tin Man? Or did Clock leave? He, I think Tin Man had to go, uh, round up some kids. If, uh, going off of what I heard in the background. But, but yeah. So, so I'm here to talk to you guys. Also, to talk to Tin Man. Hello, everyone. I should probably pull up the stream. I'm here to entertain you while Tin Man is gone. I hope that I hope that you find me equally as entertaining as him. It is an interesting movie. I think that um, I mean I want to go too far into it, but uh, I'm back. Oh, hi. Sorry, I had uh, some issues with animals downstairs. Oh, animals. I was guessing children, nope. but animals was my second guess. Nope. <laughs> it is kind of late. Well, no, you're an hour behind. Yes. Okay, so uh, what, what what are we uh what are we talking about? Uh so I was just giving another brief synopsis for those who may have just stepped in mm -hmm. or who weren't listening clock. <laughs> but uh no i th i think that um so we were kind of talking about the plot do you want to start you want to talk about the music um sure so um the the big song in the movie is called on the dark side right and like i said all the music in the movie is um made by john cafferty john cafferty and the beaver brown band I think they did the music for the That's second one too. Yeah. <laughs> the what? Uh, I said I think they did the second one too. But I can't remember okay. about the second one. Um, uh, but the big move, the big song is uh, on the dark side. And this is a song that's like still played on the radio today. I hear it from time to time, um, which is really cool because really? I like the song. Yeah. You've really never heard that song on the radio? I don't think so. I was actually gonna play it. Um, oh, okay, you play it. Real yeah, quick. for sure. Uh. For sure. It's a good song. Is this the one that they're... Is this the one that they're creating at the piano in the middle of the movie? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the, um, the word man like, starts singing it or whatever, and everybody's like laughing at him. Because he doesn't Cause know how to sucks. play. Yeah, because he sucks. sucks and uh so then they they change it up and whatever that's what you get i'm really surprised you got you haven't heard that hmm. so um did john cafferty and the beaver brown band was that their so that was their actual music that they were like lip syncing to essentially in the movie right right okay so right. they didn't they didn't like the actor wasn't like singing the songs that they created no no it's not not it's okay. not michael pear no okay <laughs> side note if you ever look up michael pears or pere however you say his name it's like filmography he does he has a ridiculous filmography <laughs> like who who is that it's eddie oh oh okay oh the guy the main character yeah Oh, okay. I mean, Tom Berenger does too, who played the Word Man, but like he Eddie, looks familiar. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. Tom Berenger's been in a lot of stuff. So okay, Michael Perry. Yeah, that was Eddie. That was Eddie. So he was. <laughs> they kind of looked a little bit similar. 
Or maybe that's because I was watching on on a very tiny screen. <laughs> Could be, yeah. Could be. But this guy, this Michael Pitt. <laughs> He was in... Thank you for the follow, Electric Mastro. Uh, he's been in a lot of, like, video game movies, which I thought was really interesting. A lot of bad video game movies, but video game movies nonetheless. I don't recognize any of these movies. Uh, Blood Rain. Postal. Don't forget Postal. That's a great and awful movie. Uh, Alone in the Dark 2. Far Cry. I know there's a few that he's been in that were, like, bigger. Gone? Wasn't Gone a really big movie? Evil Within. The Evil Within? Yeah. Where do you Detective see? Lancaster. Where do you this see is that? for Michael Perry, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's on his uh, filmography. It's, um, yeah, somewhere down here. Blubberella. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Wait, know what not? it is, but he was in it. Sure, why not? Yeah, Ninja it, cheerleaders. It's just a, like a lot of like really bad movies. The yeah, Virgin Suicide was actually a pretty good movie. Okay, so like Oak as floats. I scroll down, I'm recognizing more of these movies. Yeah, but it's just yeah. it's crazy that he's been in that many movies. And 159 credits. That's a lot of movies. Freaking movies, man. That's a lot of movies. But either way, he was Eddie. So, huh? Thanks what were we way. talking about? Uh, the music. That's right. So no, it was not Michael Pere uh, singing the songs. Okay. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> it was it's, actually. It's yeah. John yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they composed and performed. Yes. All right. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I think think that the best part of this movie is the music. And it, with the way that they do the flashbacks, um, it just works really well together. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if I have much more to say, except that it was, it was good music. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the album climbed the charts going quadruple platinum. That's crazy. Uh, on the dark side was the number one song in the country on billboards, mainstream rock and heat seeker charts. Uh, this was. I guess 1984, the year after the movie came out, and number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Huh. Uh, Tender Years, which was also a song from the movie, peaked at number 31 on the Hot Bo- or Billboard Hot 100. That's pretty good. That's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Like, for a movie that no one really seemed to care, like, like you know, if you read the, the, the uh, reception or whatever, like... It's a thirty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, they it's a, it's like a the 6. movies. 9. It's a six point nine on IMDb. That's true. <clears throat> also, I think this is funny, or not funny. It's more interesting. So the guy that played uh, Wendell uh, on saxophone in the movie, yes, uh, is yeah. actually the the saxophone player for the John Cafferty, uh, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Oh, really? Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, he was really cool. And if so, if he's actually the guy who played saxophone, he's really, really good. He's really good. Yep. The saxophone was my favorite part. That saxophone's always my favorite part. I wish it I would have learned so the saxophone good. as a kid, but I never did. <laughs> saxophone is is pretty neat. I agree. Use it the right way. Sounds really good. Really nice. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, the music is really good. Um, I I don't know. See, I personally like the music in the first one better than the second one. And other people say the exact opposite, which is whatever. I don't care. I don't care. But Wait, you, you, you like the music in the first one, first one more than the, the second, second one? Yes. Okay. And they still did the music for the second, correct? Yes. Okay. I believe so. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that they did because it all sounds the exact same however (laughs) eddie also doesn't like he's not like the front man in the the sequel yeah he's like just some dude you know what i mean he's like just some dude of the band i don't know Um, so does so does the the singer of the new band still sound like him 
Um, I it's been so long since I've watched the second one. Because that was the thing. So in this movie, they Mm -hmm. have um, oops, sorry, cat. They have um the flashbacks where Eddie is singing. Yeah. And then they have in current day, um, one of the other members of the band is kind of carrying the torch and like continues to play the, their music, mm-hmm. but he sounds the exact same as Eddie did. Pretty much. And I, yeah. But but now except, I except because... for during uh the those oldies but goodies, that's the only time that he sounds uh not like Eddie. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was like the last song they played, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was funny because I was like, "Wow, this guy must have really learned a lot from Eddie. Like, he sounds exactly like him." Right. <laughs> but this no, it was great. It was, same, it was the same singer from yeah. John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I didn't know until today, actually, was that this movie is based on a book. Um by pf kluge okay and i've never read it and didn't even know it existed but i'm gonna find it now and buy it and read it and see if it's any different so Um, it's based on the book not the other way around it's not like a novelization of the movie right the book was made i don't know i don't know when the book was made i don't know but the book was made first and then um uh, and then it was turned into a movie later. Interesting. Yeah. I do. I like uh, movies about music. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other ones. The only, the only other movie I can think of is Spinal Tap. That's like a slightly <laughs> different format than this movie. Right. Um, I know I've seen others, but kind of the the story. Oh. Um, no, there's a movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston and... Um, Rockstar? Yeah, Rockstar. With Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good um, one. I, I like that movie. Um, but there's a lot of good like movies about bands, like up-and-coming seen... bands and the rise and fall. What's that movie? Is it The Rocker? Is that what it's called? The Rocker? I don't know if I've seen Yeah, that with one. Rain Wilson from The Office. Mm. No, no, I haven't the seen it. Really funny. Good? It's really funny. Yeah, it's 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 kind of um, it's 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 really good. That's so funny. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'll I would recommend that one. <laughs> I would say I like it's better. It's it's kind of like the same thing as, kind of the same thing as like School of Rock, where yeah. he's like in a band and then he gets kicked <laughs> out and he finds somebody else's band. Whatever, Are these but like it, kids? Is he like in a band with kids? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. It makes me laugh. Um, but it's it it's it's not quite School of Rock. That's funny. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Rocker. Yep, I would recommend it. Um, other than that, I don't really have anything else to say about this movie. I like it. It's one of my favorite movies, actually. I you know I think that it it's it is good. I enjoyed it quite a bit, and I think my I think my score comes more from a uh if you analyze the movie, mm-hmm. like there are some things that could be better, but it's like a pretty it's a pretty decent, pretty solid. Yeah, it's not it's... like like technically amazing, but yeah. I really really enjoyed watching it. Um, so I've I would definitely recommend it if you like, you know, music movies or even a little bit um, of mystery. If you like a little bit of mystery in your movie, it's got, it's, I think that's what I like most about it is that it has that little bit of mystery, you know? Um, Because I, I don't know if you know this about me. I'm, I'm big into like conspiracy theories. Not that I subscribe to like any of them. I'm not like, dude, there's lizard people living under the White House and stuff. I'm not Which like that. Which ones are you into, Tin Man? I'm interested now. Um, <laughs> there's just things that I find I find interesting. Like, what if, um, what if, like, okay, the moon landing was no, faked. that's that's dumb. Like, I'll listen <laughs> to people if they tell me that that, that it didn't happen. But you got to give me more than, like, 
the shadow or something like that. You know what I mean? You gotta give me more substantial something else. Um, but like, uh, so when Robert Kennedy was, was assassinated, right? Not JFK, but Robert Kennedy was assassinated. There was this woman in a red dress or whatever, woman in a red and white dress, something like that. I don't know. And she like whispers something to someone, uh, the killer, the shooter or whatever. It's just interesting. It's just interesting to me. Like, what if she was like, what if there was brainwashing and like somebody was activating the sleeper cell of someone to, to <laughs> like, it's just interesting. Like, what if, you know, Yeah. not that I, not that I believe it, but it's yeah. interesting. If you listen to the stuff they don't want you to know podcast, some of that stuff's really interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know that's it yeah it's um i feel like we could like dive pretty deep into conspiracy theories probably but, um, i did watch the flat earth documentary on netflix oh, I um, did too. which is its whole it's its own whole thing but what was so funny to me was that the the people that they're interviewing about flat earth they like that's like their main conspiracy but like they literally don't trust anything that woman yeah. on there was like i don't trust anyone but myself yeah <laughs> so like like the truest source of information is myself yeah and so it's just so interesting um yeah it's uh I know. you know i watched that documentary and that main guy that like they have talking throughout the entire thing pretty much i felt so bad for him because yeah at one point the the interviewers or the documentary people are like hey what happens if you find out that you're wrong and he's like this is all i have like this yeah. is the only place that like <laughs> this is the only place where i have friends and that's so heartbreaking like dude come on man you're you're making it really hard to think you're crazy dude <laughs> Okay, well here's the thing. I know that we're kind of like stepping off of Eddie and the Cruisers. Yeah. Now we're on this now we're on this train, this flat earth train. But yeah, well that was the whole thing. So a lot of the people that they interviewed like at the flat earth conventions and stuff, that was that was the main takeaway was that there here are these people who may have been shunned in other social circles, but like they found flat earth and it it to me it seems less about i mean i guess i assume they do believe in flat earth but it's almost less about that and more that they had a community that yeah. was that would support them and that they had friends yep, and it's absolutely. like well if this is what i have to believe in in order to have friends then that's what i'm gonna do yeah <laughs> and uh so that was it was uh just a very depressing documentary overall it was even the ending well, I... <laughs> when they prove themselves wrong and it just yeah. like cuts to black like dude yeah. <laughs> yeah oh man I, I recommend i recommend that documentary it's it was a, um a really good documentary it's actually it a really is. good documentary yeah it's uh it's well put together and uh very insightful uh they interview obviously the flat earthers uh but they also interview scientists and um which the scientists had a pretty sympathetic take for the most part on yeah. these people yeah uh, I mean, the movie think... sorry sorry like the movie is okay. is more it's less about the idea of a flat earth and more about the people that subscribe to the flat earth theory. It's, yeah. it's more about the people in the community than it is the actual idea of a flat earth. So it's not like trying to persuade you to believe in a flat earth. It's more like, Hey, these are the type of people that believe in it. And they're kind of the same as everybody else. They just want friends. Yeah. So don't be so dismissive of them sometimes maybe. I recommend it. Tin Man really recommends it. If you guys are interested in Flat Earth, watch this documentary. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes. So, Eddie and the Cruisers. <laughs> if you're a fan of music <laughs> or if you're a fan of mystery, <laughs> then uh, I also recommend this movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, do we and... want to give final reviews? Yeah. Okay. You started with a six and a half. Yeah, I think I'm going to say the same. Six I think and a half. That's, that's my final review. All right. Yeah. I started with a seven. I think I want to I I stay with a seven. Okay. Um, I think that those are both pretty fair scores. Um, 
That's it. That's all I got. I mean, you know? se seven is pretty consistent with IMDb, um, and it uh, looks like Metacritic gives it a 50%. That's a little bit lower, but yeah. um, kind of right. You're, I'm, I think I might be more of the average. I think you're a little bit higher than average, but um, but yeah, a pretty decent movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. It's not as good as Tremors, though. No, Tremors obviously was the best. Obviously. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm kind of interested in like doing a stream where we review conspiracy theories now to men. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. We can do that. Let's rate and give scores to conspiracy theories. Like how how true are they? How believable how are they? they are. How believable? You mean Pizzagate? Yeah. Have you have you heard yeah. of Pizzagate? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my uh, god. I'm so down though. I I thoroughly enjoy those uh the the more historical ones. Not the dumb ones like Lizard People and Pizzagate. People are like hiding orphans under a pizza parlor to like kill them. I don't fucking know. It's yeah, so so was... weird. Maybe we uh maybe we uh take a break from movie review and and uh try out some conspiracy theory review. We All can right. talk about it. We can talk about it, but uh, if if anyone in chat has strong feelings about that, uh, Bree says that she's definitely interested. So we we have one. She can be a guest. Person. She can be a guest speaker on our on our yes reviews. We should bring uh, Bree into like a um uh, uh HP Lovecraft themed conspiracy theory show. Okay. Let's do well, it. I assume there are probably Lovecraft conspiracy There's theories. Conspiracy theory. If you want to, if you want to see me like everything. go off on a tangent, let's. We can talk about Tupac and whether he's really dead or not. <laughs> Drunken Buddha says yes too. I think we might be on to something, Tin Man. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about it. Let's <laughs> let's figure out a date and time or something. All right. Well, for movies at least, I think. Uh, I think that we can wrap up Eddie and the Cruisers. And the Cruisers, uh, solid good movie. movie. Do recommend. Um, and uh, I think think that's all I have to all say about to. it. That's all I got. Yep. All right. I, I appreciate everybody for coming out and hanging out with us tonight. Means uh yeah. means a lot to me. It means a lot to Biscuit. I know that. So yep. we'll see you next time, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much, and thank you, Tin Man, thank for you, hanging you, out Biscuit. and doing music. <laughs> I will one, uh, talk to you later. Yep. See ya. All right. Bye. Okay. Now, do we like this movie, dude? We love this movie. I gave it a seven out of, t out of seven out of ten. Biscuit uh, gave it a six and a half out of ten. It's a really good movie, man. It's a really good, solid movie. Um, I definitely enjoy it. It's one of my favorites, actually. It's got a little. It's got some music in it. You know, some good music. Actually, it's made by uh, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Um. It's got some, some mystery, a little bit of mystery in it. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it really good. Uh, so we're going to raid um, Awesome LaPossum because she's still going. If you don't know Awesome, uh, you should. Awesome LaPossum. Damn it, that's not what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do. I'm a professional streamer. Sometimes. Boom. Either way, that one uh, is for subs. If you have the, the Tin Man emotes, you can post the first one. If not, you can post the second one. Um, I'll be back again tomorrow night with... I'm not sure yet. Alien Isolation, maybe, again. We'll see. Um, other than that, guys, I have nothing else. I hope you have a great night. We have a great day tomorrow at work or fun, whatever you're doing. And I will, I will talk to you all in a little bit. Have a good one.